The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It is the last week of the NFL regular season, which means we are running out of opportunities to make these games more interesting, to make a little extra money, whether that's placing bets or playing Daily Fantasy on the Draft app. If you haven't gotten this thing on your phone yet, you need to do it. The thing is awesome. You can play in a real live NBA or NFL draft right now. You're done under five minutes. It's a regular snake draft. You get paid out the next day if you do an NBA draft tonight or NFL draft. You'll get paid out on Monday. And they have drafts filling up pretty much every second. So you can win and join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft. When you make your first deposit, you just have to use my promo code EVENMONEY. Again, you're playing in a real money draft for free just by using my promo code even money gets even better they're so sure you'll love it they're offering you guys a money back guarantee up to $100 just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code even money if you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting you've come to the right place it's the even money podcast with Russ Tucker and Steve Fezzik yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is week 17 in the NFL. Hard to believe it's week 17 already. But it should be noted, this is a year-round podcast now. So not only are we with you through the playoffs and the Super Bowl, but then we get into some cool things after that with the NCAA basketball tournament, more betting strategies, more of your questions. We actually get some guests on here as well. So I know you guys all listen every week because of your picks. I get it. But it's also a pretty good idea to listen year-round, to gain that extra edge, and also learn some stuff about other sports. We are presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. He, of course, is the star of the show, Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting, the Super Contest, out at the Westgate Casino in Las Vegas. You can check him out, like I said, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. My name is Ross Tucker, played in the NFL five teams, seven years, and just trying to make sure I give you guys the insight from a former player's perspective, my feel for things, situations, and hopefully 
get you guys another winning week. Speaking of that, Steve, you had a big one, my friend. You were up seven units, and both of your three-star plays came through. You have to tell me, why were you so strong about Tennessee and New Orleans? Why were you willing to go to bat like you did on both those games? Well, on the New Orleans game, a big part of that was I'd bet Atlanta two weeks before, and Kamara went out in the first quarter, and despite that, Atlanta was night and day to win that game. I bet Atlanta in that game, and I the whole game I'm watching, I'm like, please let me win this one, and I'm going to come right back and bet on the Saints in the rematch. You know, revenge, they got the sleepwalk against the Jets. Atlanta was all in against Tampa, so really an energy play. And then as far as the Titans, um, just a pretty much line value that look ahead line was three on that game. And by the time they got to Tennessee, it was six and a half to seven after winning in Seattle, just uh, too much of a point spread tax. Overall, you were up a big seven units, which you really needed. That puts you back up 17 and a half units for the year. I pushed, I I came out even, I had some good bets. I was excited about watching them. You know, I, I always look at my bets on my phone while the games are going on. I felt good about the Bucks getting me those two units, uh, but ultimately not good enough. I was even for the week. Keeps me at 27 units for the season. And we were 2-2 two and two on our best bets. We'll get to those as we move forward. 2-2, two and two, so we are 38-20-2 on our best bets. So 38 wins. 20 losses, two pushes on our best bets. Just to review, Steve, we didn't like the Saturday games. We both passed the Saturday games. Getting into, um, wow, interesting. I don't know why he has it uh, scored this way, but the next game that our buddy um, Todd Bergman, the Birdman, at L Birdman on Twitter, for some reason the next game he has here is not in in order. He has the Raiders and the Eagles. That's fine, though. Um, I passed the game. You went two units on the under. The total was 47 and a half. And the final score, 19 to 10. So you crushed the under there, Steve. Then we get to Cleveland and Chicago, getting back to the Sunday games. I put a unit on Chicago because one in doubt, bet against Cleveland. That panned out for me. We went head-to-head in Detroit versus Cincinnati, and I got smoked, man. I, I got smoked. I, I had the Lions giving five units, for giving five points for one unit. You put two on Cincinnati, and they won by nine. After how bad they had been the two weeks prior, Steve, why, why were you so confident there? Oh, I'm a contrarian better all the way around. If a team has two lousy games in a row where they're embarrassed, and they're in a good spot the next week, I, more often than not, will take a chance with them. Um, and the Bengals <laughs> looked pretty darn ridiculous against the Bears and then against uh, at Minnesota. So a home run game for Marvin Lewis, likely his last home game. Uh, we both passed and leaned to the Chargers in their game against the Jets. That game ended up being a push anyway. Then we went head-to-head again. And those did not fare very well for me. I thought that the, the, the way that the Rams were playing, they were on such a roll. The Titans, not so much. So I was willing to lay the six and a half 
thinking that the Rams would win by a touchdown or two. They did not. They only won by four points. That was three more units that came through for you with the Titans. In terms of the Bucks and the Panthers, I put two units on the Bucks. You lean Carolina. Bucks really came through. They almost won the game. That was nice. And then we get to our first best bet, Steve. I put one unit on the Saints laying five and a half. You put three units. I got to tell you, though, Steve, based on the officiating in that game, the fumble on the goal line, as well as the goal line stand, I think we were actually somewhat fortunate to win that. Yeah, misleading final score, no doubt about it. And also no doubt that the Rams' new kicker, Sam Ficken, there's no Ficken way he's going to get a Christmas card from you this year. No, that's a great point. I almost forgot about that. That That's all I needed was for him to make a field goal. Even an extra point might have changed the complexion of the game. So we were 1-0 on our best bets there. You put two units on the Broncos. Wow, man. They totally, totally stunk it up for you. That was brutal. Getting to Kansas City, we both passed that one. Then how about the Bills and New England, Steve? I mean... The Bills should have been leading at that halftime. They were playing better than the Patriots. They had the lead at times. I think it was like uh, 16-13 even. And then they ended up losing 37-16. to We were getting 12 and a half. I put two units on it. You put one unit on it. It was looking so good, Steve. It's almost like betting against Golden State when they're at full strength, betting against New England. It's like you're sailing along. You're looking good. You go to get a Coke, you come back, you're like, what happened? You're down 17. Absolutely brutal how that happened. And they're so good at it that sometimes I almost wonder if they know the line. You know, it's like Belichick wants to make sure that they at least win by the total. I know he doesn't, but wow, that hurt. Uh, Niners came through for us. Now, we both only put one unit on the Niners for a best bet. But they did come through 44-33. They were getting four and a half, so they killed it. The next best bet was the final best bet. We liked the over in the Arizona Giants game, 42 and a half. The Gi- no, 40, I'm sorry. The Giants get shut out. We lost 23 to nothing was the final score. We each lost a unit there, and then you lost a unit on the Texans. You had a unit on the Texans getting nine and a half, and they just totally, utterly crumbled. And so there you have it. Um, Heading into week number 17, Steve, I know we've asked this the last couple years. My question, is this a bad week to bet because of the uncertainty with playing time, or is it a good week because there's value there? It's a bad week if you're going to handicap like you did weeks 1 through 16. It's a great week if you embrace week 17 and the peculiarities that um, occur with this week. Example, you could have gotten those San Francisco 49ers, a team that we've been on quite a few times with Jimmy G, plus four. Well, Ross... They're laying three and a half right now. Wow. So, But that, that's all look-ahead line stuff, right? No, no. This is real. On Sunday, they put the Rams up as the favorite. Makes sense. The Rams should be the favorite. 
And then word gets out that McVeigh is going to go ahead and rest his starters. And then more word gets out. Maybe this would be a game the Rams would be better off for playoff seeding to lose and be on the four line, which collides them with the Eagles down the road instead of having to go to Minnesota. So did you get in on that? I did. Uh, all right. Well, good for you. Let's get to uh, let's get to this week's bets. All right, Ross, let's start it off. Cincinnati's at Baltimore, and the Ravens favored by 9.5 points with a total of 40. Yeah, that's too rich for my blood. I, I would probably lean to the Bengals. I, I thought they played pretty well the other day um, against the Lions. It doesn't feel like the Ravens are really capable of blowing people out. 9.5 is a pretty big number. I know the Ravens need to win the game to make the playoffs. I think they will win the game. Nine and a half is too much for me. I'm going to put one unit on the Bengals, get nine and a half points to keep it close. I would have bet the Bengals at 10. I'm going to just strong lean them at nine and a half just because they were so good last week that I'm worried they might be a little flat. But I agree with the idea of if nothing else in week 17, look to fade the must-win teams. The point spread tax is very heavy. I'm going to go over the 40 for two units. Why am I going over? Because both these teams in a scheduling um, uh, quirk here have played opponent after opponent that has a better than average defense and a bad offense, especially the Ravens have gotten to play six backup quarterbacks along the way. And because of that, a whole lot of their games have been very low scoring. Like when they played Oakland with manual instead of Carr, and last week, they got to play another backup quarterback in a driving rainstorm in the second half. That's why Baltimore games have been low, so low scoring. When they played Pittsburgh and Detroit, they had shootouts. I think we can get over 42 units. Steve, the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Detroit favored by 6.5 points with a total of 43. Wow, really wanted the 7 on Green Bay. Hundley has been so much better for whatever reason on the road at Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. He's played terrible at home, Detroit, the dream crusher from last week, losing to the Bengals. But I needed seven, just a lean to Green Bay. I got nothing on this game. You know, when, when there's no incentive, when there's – I mean, I really don't know what to expect. It already sounds like Green Bay, Jordy Nelson won't play. I mean, they are – they have really, in terms of playing their guys, packed it in these last couple weeks. I would lean Detroit, but you're right. Hunley has been much better on the road. And frankly, I don't know what to expect from the Lions now that they're out of it. I will pass that game. Ross, the Buffalo Bills favored by 2.5 at the Miami Dolphins with a total of 42.5. Yeah, I like the Bills to win the game. I I just don't know by how much. Um, Obviously, this is big for them. They need to win to have a winning season. They need to win to maybe even make the playoffs. I'm just going to put one unit on it. I just don't feel great about it. But I don't know what the Dolphins are going to do, how they'll show up, whether or not those guys are already thinking about the season being over. So I'll go one unit on the Bills laying the two and a half. They have to win the game. So I expect them to win a close game. I'm going to take two units on the Dolphins. I think the point spread tax is huge on Buffalo. I'm going to ask, you know, just two weeks ago, Buffalo was hosting Miami and could have laid three or three and a half was the prevalent line then on Buffalo at home in a home run spot. 
and a team from Florida coming up to the uh, northeast in bad conditions now. It's going to be 75 degrees in Miami. I got revenge from two weeks ago. A Miami team that had their own playoff aspirations at 6-7 and until Buffalo essentially knocked them out of the playoffs. So they've got very relevant revenge. I think Miami wins the game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they won by a lot. Two units, Miami. All right, Steve, next up, Carolina's at Atlanta. Falcons favored by four, total 45. I sure think this line should be three. I've got these teams rated exactly equal. I'm going to respect the fact that Carolina's in the playoffs and Atlanta needs the game so badly to be worth a little more in home field and in motivation. I will lean Carolina. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to respect the fact that Atlanta needs it too. I don't know. Ron Rivera says he's going to play his guys, but I wonder, are they really going to run the ball with Cam Newton? I tend to doubt that. So I'm going to pass the game, but I, I would lean Atlanta. Next up, the other NFC South game, New Orleans, favored by seven at the Tampa Bay Bucks, 50 and a half the total, Ross. Well, the one thing that's been pretty consistent is that the Bucks have been playing pretty well. They've been playing teams pretty tight. The last few weeks, they've been right there in some losses. Obviously, the Saints want to make sure they win the division and get this win, and they're playing well. But I kind of like what I've seen from the Bucks. I'm going to put one unit. They've been good to me. One unit on the Bucks getting the seven points and thinking Jameis and crew at home will give it one last try to, to keep this game close. Yeah, we got a best bet. I'm going to go two units on Tampa Bay. They've been much better at home. I know they've got all those defensive injuries, but um, they've only lost one game all year at home by more than five points. That included the game against New England, and the one they lost was 17-3 to to Carolina when they actually won the stats. They should be able to hang in here against New Orleans, which would be more than happy to just get a four-point win. Two units, Tampa Bay. The best bet. Next up, Steve, Jacksonville at Tennessee, and the Titans favored by three in this one. 42 is the total. Well, I bet Jacksonville three and a half based upon their disclosure that they're going to play their starters. But now that it's down to three, I am not so confident those starters are going to stay in there the entire game after um, the team consults with management and the like. Nothing like getting any key player hurt in Week 17 and Largely a meaningless game. Because of that, I'm just going to lean to Jacksonville. But power rating-wise, obviously Jacksonville is a much better team than Tennessee. I will say this. In fact, you know what? Let me see if this lines up first. Um, I don't know if we got any first half lines up. We do. I'm going to take Jacksonville plus one in the first half because I think their starters will stick, stick around in the first half. And I frankly don't want to wait around for the second half to see whether they're going to or not. Give me the better team in the first half, plus one, two units. I like that. Um, I like that bet a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of that because I was going to take Jacksonville outright, but if I can get a, a first-half bet. So it's Jacksonville getting one point in the first half, correct? Correct. Yep, I'll put two units on that as well. I think there's a decent chance Jacksonville wins the game because I think Marone takes some of his cues from Coughlin and if you remember, like in 2007, the Giants were locked into the sixth seed, and they still played their guys the whole time against the Patriots when the Patriots were going for 16-0, and and they lost. But they credited that 
towards the playoff run. So that's the Coughlin has a history of playing the guys. And if I can get just the first half part of it, I'll do that. Two units, best bet, plus one uh, Jacksonville in the first half. The best bet. Ross, the next one is the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Patriots, 15.5 point favorites, total is 44. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not going to lay 15.5 for an NFL game, but I, I'm not betting against the Patriots either. I, I would probably lean New England. I don't like laying nearly that many points, but I'd probably lay New England. I'm going to be looking to play props on this game because I think that New England, who has a long history in week 16 and 17 of running the ball more than they normally do, they rushed 38 times last week against the Bills. Because of that, and this isn't widely available, so we won't make it a best bet or anything, but I'm going to look to play Brady under 280 passing yards. That's pretty much what his number is um, most weeks. I would not be surprised if he actually even sits the fourth quarter or more likely they just hand the ball off the entire fourth quarter. He stays under for pass yards. All right, Steve, Houston at Indianapolis. This one, the Colts are favored by four, and the total is 41. Yeah, I'm going to lean to Houston because they've been so bad the last two weeks, and I know that doesn't suddenly mean they're going to show up, but my basic strategy is two bad teams playing out the string week 17, limited home field advantage. I like to take the points, but it's only a lean because Pagano has said, hey, this, could, this likely is my last rodeo here in Indy, and by all accounts, Indy might bring a motivated effort to win one for Pagano here at home. Yeah, I'm actually going to, just right, right before we started recording this, it looks like DeAndre Hopkins is not going to play for the Texans. He'll miss the first game of his career. Uh, so I'm going to put two units on the Colts. I, I'll, I'll lay the four points. They had a pretty nice effort against the Ravens. They played on a Saturday. Meanwhile, the Texans played on a Monday, and then they have to travel. The Colts know Pagano's getting fired. I think they love him. They're going to go out and play hard for him. Give me two units on the Colts laying four points. Ross, next up, Cleveland Browns looking to get their first win. Uh, at Pittsburgh, Steelers minus 11. Total is 38. I will be at this game on Sunday and uh, looking forward to it because there's drama both sides, certainly with the Browns trying to not go uh, winless. I don't know. Tomlin has said he's not. he hasn't really been saying about his guys and how much he'll play them. I think that's an interesting one to watch. I don't like the uncertainty there, but I think the Browns are able to keep it close enough. that I, I like getting the 11 points. I'm going to hate myself in the morning, but I'm going to put two units on the Browns getting the 11 points with the Steelers. I don't think going to play most of their guys. Well, Pittsburgh certainly could be scoreboard watching if they see New England up big. They're probably going to go ahead and not be focused in the second half if that's the case. But I've got Pittsburgh 15 points better than Cleveland on a neutral, so it's priced in a big Pittsburgh let-up. Frankly, I'm happy not to be betting Cleveland, and I probably should be betting Pittsburgh in the first half. I'm just going to lean to Pittsburgh in the first half. Steve, the Washington Redskins three-point favorites at the New York Giants. Total is 38.5. So my power ratings lean to Washington here. I think there'll be a minimum home field for the Giants. But the fact that the Giants were so bad at Arizona 
last home game here, I would expect that they'll bring a maximum effort, and I'm going to pass the game. I'm with you. I will pass the game also for the reasons that you mentioned. I would probably lean Washington. I think they're the better team. Cousins having a really nice year. Chicago at Minnesota. Ross, the uh, Vikings favored by 12 in this one, 39.5. 12 seems like a lot to me. You know, the Bears got a win on Sunday. I think they're going to look to finish it off strong. I know the Vikings really don't have anything to play for. I mean, I guess... What no, they don't have anything to play for, right? They're locked into the bye, I believe. That's right, right, Steve? I think that's not correct, that they actually could lose the bye. Oh, no, no, they're not, but they're not going to. I mean, there has, the Carolina has to win. They have to lose. The Vikings have to lose, and a bunch of other things have to happen that aren't going to happen. I mean, he'll play his guys for a while. But I think once they have the lead in hand, they'll take them out. I'm putting two units on the Bears, getting the 12 points. I'm going to go ahead and play the first half in this game. I'm going to lay seven with the Vikings because they may well let up in the second half. But um, I love everything that Minnesota does, and I think they'll be eager to get the lead. So we can both win this way. I'll take two units Minnesota first half minus seven. Next up, Dallas, minus three at Philadelphia, 39.5, the total there. Yeah, so, you know, I'm leaning Dallas, and I'm feeling like it's the square side. I watched Foles and the Eagles the last two games, and I do not like what I've seen at all. And I could really see an excuse could be made. What happens if you play Foles and you play your starters and you get your butt kicked by Dallas? You're going into playoffs with really no hope. If you only play him for a quarter or maybe like a possession, then you can go ahead and say, well, that's why Dallas beat us, and there would be no great negative. They're not playing for anything. I think uh, Dallas is likely the right side because of that, but I hate laying points on the road here. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Foles and those guys would play all that much. Uh, that doesn't seem real smart to me. Plus, they're going to go ahead and put Nate Sudfeld in, who's basically a rookie, hasn't really played very much. I like the Cowboys. I'll, I'll lay the three points. I think they definitely get this victory. I don't think the Eagles are going to play Fletcher Cox and their studs all that much in the game. doesn't make that much sense to me to do that. You've locked in home field advantage. If they play, maybe it's the first quarter. Give me two units on the Cowboys laying three points. Ross Oakland at the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chargers, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. 42 is your total. Yeah, I'm going to pass the game. I'd probably lean to the Raiders here. I thought they put forth a pretty solid performance Monday night. I know it's a short week. I know the L.A. Chargers are still in it to some extent, but I don't like laying seven and a half points. I'll, I'll pass the game, but I would lean Oakland. I'm going to take Oakland for three units here. Love Oakland. I know it's a short week, but here's a game where I've got two teams – in my power ratings, five and a half points apart, and I get the home team on the road. 80% of this crowd is going to be rooting for Oakland. San Diego has never been embraced, the Chargers, when they came to Los Angeles, and I think how demoralizing will it be to be fighting for a playoff spot, the Chargers, and having your crowd cheering against you. I think it's a huge factor. Oakland, three units. All right. Arizona at Seattle. Seahawks favored by 9.5. Again, a low total, 
Yeah, sure looks like there's a little bit of uh, inflation here in the point spread with Seattle in the must-win spot. But, yeah, Seattle's got that huge home field advantage. I don't know how they won last week. They had 136 yards of offense and 142 yards of penalties. Obviously, the pick six really helped them considerably. I'm going to pass the game. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on that one. I think Seattle's probably the side to be on here. I'd probably lean Seattle knowing that they still have a chance to make the playoffs, but I don't like them enough with the way they've been playing to lay nine and a half points. Denver Broncos favored by three and a half. They're hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, total 38. Boy, they're building that uh, the Chiefs not playing their guys into this one, that's for sure, and Pat Mahomes getting the start. I kind of like the idea of Pat Mahomes running around and making some plays for the Chiefs while the Broncos are basically just playing out the string. I'm going to put one unit on the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is going to run out there, and he might have some turnovers too, but I think it'll be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs somehow still win the game because the Broncos are just not into it. I think they're going with Paxton Lynch. That's not a real good sign either. One unit, just one, on the Chiefs getting three and a half. Well, I'm not going to bet on Paxton Lynch, but I'm not going to bet on the Chiefs when Kelsey and Hunt and everyone else is going to be on the bench in the second half. So uh, I think an excellent game to stay away from. All right, final game, Steve. San Francisco at the L.A. Rams. 49ers, three-point favorites, 43.5 the total. I know the line's moved seven points, but I agree so strongly with the line move, and I mentioned to Ross I got in on it. I didn't get in on it until... It was down to San Francisco plus two and a half, but I made a really big bet. And very rarely do you have a situation where both teams want the same team to win. And I know NFL teams don't like to ever lose, but this is a perfectly fine game to lose because it is much better for the Rams to be the number four seed and project to go to Philadelphia than to have to go to Minnesota. They already played a game in Minnesota and played badly. And I think they can beat the Eagles in Philly. And bottom line is just rest everybody. And then it doesn't matter if you have a really bad game. And what's not to like about the way San Francisco's playing? Obviously, you're laying three. You're not laying one or getting four. So just two units on the 49ers. Well, I'm with you. I think the 49ers win the game. And I feel like almost worst case scenario, let's say they win by a field goal. Okay, then you push. So... I'm going to go with the 49ers also. I'm going, to, I'm going to put three units on it. I've never done that before. I'm taking a page from you last week. And I know that that's aggressive given the line move. I, I don't really care. I think, I think the Niners get it done. I think there's that much momentum right now for what Garoppolo is doing. Three units on the Niners laying three. I feel like, worst case, I'll push. And that's a, a best bet to wrap things up. The best bet. Steve, excellent work as always. And now that we know the best bets, now that we know where everybody stands, you know where to go and place those bets. It's betonline.ag. Because if you use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit, you earn a 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. Look, they have almost two decades servicing U.S. bettors like you. They've got state-of-the-art live betting software, which is really fun. You can take advantage of a risk-free $25 on your first live bet. Additionally, anything else you're into, Vegas-style casino, live casino, 
They have a 100% poker and casino bonus, which is awesome. Do not miss out on betting the Week 17 games or the playoffs at betonline.ag. Just use that promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. That'll do it for the Week 17 Even Money podcast. Of course, I'll be making my picks straight up on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast tomorrow. We will also dive into every game from a fantasy football perspective with my buddy Evan Silva. For those of you that want to try to make some money over at PlayDraft or Draft.com, the Draft app, the Fantasy Feast will be tomorrow. So make sure you look for that as well. We'll keep doing the Fantasy Feast year-round as well, just like this podcast. They're both year-round because in the off-seasons, we get a chance to learn a little bit more and have some different strategy discussions, which during the season we're spending so much time just making picks. Anyway, we appreciate those of you that download us multiple times on multiple devices when you're bored or watching TV or whatever. iTunes rankings comments are always awesome. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.